Want to get your emotional well-being aligned while you have your body and mind completely under your control? If that is something that truly interests you at this time, this is exactly what we're going to be talking about in the next few minutes. This is Dr. Gopika Kumar, a communication and a mindset coach. Let's get started with it right away. So today we are going to be exploring ideas that for your emotional well-being, you know, for us to really feel, you know, in a happy space at all times, we must make sure that we are being able to align our body and our mind. Now, why are we indeed talking about this? Because recently I find found out something a very interesting study that both of them in turn are actually interacting with themselves constantly and impacting each other as well vice versa so whenever i'm not feeling well you know i'm feeling sick and you know i'm feeling ill and i'm lying down in the bed all day what happens the language that i'm speaking to my mind is that i'm not having the energy i do not have you know any potential today to really gather myself up and go out and do the work that i must I'm not able to do that because that's the language that I'm sending back from my body to my mind because I am not being able to gather all the energy that I would want to otherwise. But having said that, vice versa, if I'm really looking at that, that as a command that I'm sending out, that if I'm not really feeling happy and joyful today, what happens in return? My, my language would be more lethargic. It, there wouldn't be any energy and I would be more in a state that you know, somebody just get me home, just somebody, you know, tuck me into my bed, just, just get me into my comfort zone. You know, I'm not in a mood to speak or talk or work or do anything because somewhere something is disturbing me at the back of my mind because of which, you know, in return, my body is not being, get, being my body is not getting aligned in return and that's the reason. Both of them are impacting themselves in return with each other as well. Now, when something like this happens, for our own emotional stability and mastery, here is something that I'm going to highlight as our 10 most important ways and very simple ideas so that we are able to keep up and align our body and mind much in place. So here I'm going to highlight those 10 very interesting areas through which we'll be able to align our body and mind together. And the moment we're able to align our body and mind together, you know, the best thing that can happen is that it can bring you your emotional stability and well-being. So let's talk about those very tense, very simple ideas that I'm going to put down right here. The very first one is to regularly put yourself into a mode of exercise. Now, if I look at that as the benefits that I'm being able to recruit Physically, of course, I'm working out and the exercise is going to help me to keep myself fit and to keep all my, you know, limits under check and I can get all my tests done regularly. So I'm being able to take care of what I call as my exercise regime in time. But having said that, at the same time, when we are regularly exercising, our mind is also getting aligned at the same time because while we exercise, it you know, sends out endorphins, which is a hormone. And because of those endorphins, we are able to, you know, generate that happy mood and that happy spirit for ourselves. And we are able to work much better than what we would do otherwise. Now, that's the very first idea and one of the simplest ways of looking at that, how we can align our body and mind together. 
which is to exercise regularly. Now let's talk about the second idea on how we can align the two, which is to create a balanced form of diet. Now again, Gopika, that looks like that a balanced diet will only be considering the body element, right? No, not really. If you're getting the right nutritional supplements and that too in our regular day-to-day, -day, three times a day meal, and sometimes four times a day meal, we're being able to get the right nutrition not only will we have the energy to work in the right way but also our mind is going to be stimulated and mind control and you know my cognitive my imagination my entire understanding you know being able to absorb concepts from the environment is going to be much sharper only because i'm being able to get the right nutrients as well so what are we trying to create here for our emotional well-being, we want to exercise regularly. We want to make sure that we're being able to create a pattern of having a balanced diet. Now, if that's making sense, we have 10 such ideas that I'm going to be sharing with you today. The third most important idea here is to get ourselves that adequate sleep. Now, on an average, we say that a child would require anywhere between 8 to 10 hours. Now, having said that, why is it required? Because we say that all the growth that really happens is while you're sleeping between those eight to 10 hours for a child. Now, that's again physiologically. So yes, if we look at it physically, it is creating a change, but then how will it create an alignment with my mind? If you have the right sleep, talk about the kind of control, the alertness, the cognition, the understanding and the reaction that you'll be able to give to any and every situation when you're able to align these two together. So the benefits that you're accruing is actually in both the situations in body and mind situations as well. And when you're able to see both of them aligned, you're being able to give yourself back what we call as a state of emotional well-being, which is the end term goal, of course, out of all these sessions. Let's talk about the fourth important and a very simple area to talk about again is to manage what we call as stress. So we're all going through various levels and phases of stress in our lives, right? But having said that, are we taking enough steps and efforts to meditate, to practice mindfulness, to practice our form of spending some time with ourselves? Now, when we are able to do that, of course, we are sending out the signals again to our body where we can create that moment of peace. And we are being able to give some time away from everything else in our life. But when we are doing this, of course, again physically, we are also doing it for the well-being of our mind as well. Because we are being able to create that space and time where we can generate the prefrontal area of our brain, which we call as the most creative part of the brain, where there is lesser stress, which means that there's going to be more productivity, more creativity. When your mind is functioning way better and you're being able to reap the benefits also physically in your body, you're being able to align the two as well. What gives you at the end of the day is a result, which is our emotional well-being again. Let's talk about the fifth and a very interesting area as well that we need to talk about, which is to keep ourselves hydrated. So drinking almost about seven to eight glasses of water a day or about three to four liters of water a day that, you know, or whatever could be my measure 
that I need to keep myself hydrated. It's important because our body is made up of water and of course we need to keep ourselves hydrated. So it's required physically and you know for our physiology to move correctly with the right energy along with food, right? But having said that, again, if you're looking at it from both the dimensions, for our mind, we require that space and time where we being able to hydrate our senses, our neurons, for us to take a complete cognitive control and emotional understanding, our analytical understanding breathes, you know, it's like you're letting your mind breathe when you're getting yourself hydrated. So try it out. I mean, when you're feeling completely dehydrated, you will not be able to concentrate. You will completely have a loss of focus on your work. You'll not be able to see on what you really need to do. And you know that many distractions are going to play a very frontal area here. And you'll not really be able to execute what you needed to execute. What is it that we need to really pay attention to here? We all need to just pay attention to for our emotional well-being is to stay hydrated. And right now we've only reached midway. Let's talk about the sixth and the most interesting area here as well. Create that as a consistent routine. Now I call this as a feeling of feel good factor. Now, if I have a routine in place, it really helps me. So if I'm going to be exercising regularly, having my lemon water, having my nutritious meal and breakfast and lunch, and I have a consistent routine in place, and it's helping me to stay energized and completely keep my energy levels at an all-time high, you know, physically. I'm also able to send out the signals to myself, and that's what is going to help me here, which is in my cognitive functioning, I'm getting a feel-good factor, which is a very satisfying feeling. And there are, you know, these hormones which are getting secreted, which I refer to as serotonins, which are hormones for happiness. When you're happy, they get secreted, which means that I'm in a space where I want to only and only function only when I am in a happy zone. That's what really happens when I'm completely focusing my energy on creating that consistent routine, right? Let's talk about the seventh, a very interesting area again. Am I being able to give myself a little amount of time and attention to mindfulness and meditation? Now hold on, even if you're young and you're thinking that Gopika, this isn't for me, you know, really don't talk about all of this because I do not have the time and space to do all this. But I can tell you, you're going to enjoy it as much as anybody else would because we are so throttled with multiple tasks at hand at all times that just giving yourself from three minutes to 10 minutes a day and not, it's not like a 5 a.m. morning, it can be at any point of the day. But the kind of benefits that you'll be able to receive are immense. And it's not about just staying silently and being able to meditate in your own corner. You could be spending time with nature. You could be spending time with your pet. You could be spending time doing your, your very, very personal and you know what you love to do as your passion, let's say an art or playing a form of music. When you're completely immersed doing something and you know, you can, you can see yourself being aware and conscious at that moment. That's also mindfulness. And the kind of benefits that you'll be able to really get out of all of that is going to be immense. It's all about creating an alignment between what we're doing and how it's sending it out signals to our mind thereby as well. Creating an, you know, a fabulous platform for creating that, you know, 
what we call as a very stable emotional mastery that we would like to create here while we're going through these sessions. Let's talk about the very interesting eighth idea that I found out and which was I've been a constant practitioner of this and this is doing yoga. Now I know that many of us have other forms of practices which could be going to a gym, it could be you know forming, uh, following a practice like doing Zumba or aerobics or following you know picking up weights, heavy weights and following a different regime altogether. I'm only trying to refer to here some very regular essential practices of yoga which starts from Surya Namaskars to Pranayams and all of these are acts of gratitude. It's not really meant for a physical exercise as much as much as for flexibility. Now how are they being able to accrue the benefits to us? So in terms of the yoga and all the exercises that we do for pranayam and Surya Namaskar, so physically of course we'll be able to get away with a lot of ailments and that's something that having said that you can you know also go through a lengthy yoga session as well but having said that the kind of signals that we're being able to receive for a much sharper mindset and you know we call this as a cognitive mind cognitive is a mind which is able to absorb as much because now you've made it the potential of your mind to absorb as much as there is in the environment and it's only possible when we are following all these regimes all together to get our body and mind really really aligned together so very simple exercise a very simple form of bringing this into your form of alignment but a great one to do indeed Let's talk about the ninth very interesting area which is self-compassion and I know that this could be more of a self-talk but I want you to do it when you can actually hear yourself out loud. So if you don't want to do it of course in front of others, when, whenever you're feeling more uh, you know completely getting drowned into your state of emotions and you know you're like very frustrated and now you're you're just wanting to share that to yourself that I know it has happened but but you can do it just try it out all once again what's the worst that can happen and always be self-compassionate to yourself when you're doing self-talk you're actually giving yourself the biggest gift which is being the best friend to your own inner voice because nobody knows you better than yourself and if you can understand your own frustrations and be a best friend at that time I mean what better could it be to really create that alignment between you know the conversation that you're having with yourself and the signals that you're sending out to your mind which is extremely empowering and inspiring indeed right and the 10th and the most important one again which is to create that alignment between your body and mind use positive self-affirmations. So I have a complete deck of cards on my study desk all the time and I read those regularly on a daily basis out loud. I make sure that I'm reading out at least one positive affirmation on a daily basis. When I'm able to do that, so yes physically I'm able to send out the right positivity at the start of a day and I'm also able to send out the right signal to my mind as well. Now all of this needs to get aligned for you to really be able to see the benefits and the benefit here is only and only what we're talking about in focus today which is to create that emotional well-being for creating a high self-esteem because you of course indeed deserve it, right?
If you were able to connect to what we shared today here in this very session today, please do share your comments. Do like and share it with the friends that you know you think that might want to hear this today because you never know who might need to hear to what, right? So subscribe to our channel. We continuously keep sharing. And of course, at the same time, make sure that you're listening to all the other sessions that we have created under this section of Emotional Mastery as well. Until then, this is Dr. Gopika Kumar signing off.